And welcome back to Hot Messy Podcast. We're your hosts, Jason Barrett and Adam Newell. Guys, welcome back. It's Friday. We love Fridays. I love a good Friday. You want to know why, Jason? Why do you love a good Friday? Now I'm curious. Well, it's not because of the workload. Because I feel like no days off is sort of my... Is it a mantra? Can I say mantra? Yeah, it's like your your mantra. What is that? You want to get this thing for the new house. You want to get this like thing that says what? Get shit done. Yes, it's glass art. I didn't even know that this existed, but we'll get into that in a second. But I like Fridays because on the weekend, we have family in town. And Jason and I, since we've been in a relationship, we've lived all over, right? We lived in Los Angeles, had no family. We lived in New York City, no family. Lived in Thailand. Definitely no family. Definitely no family, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like being in Florida, one of the things that I was kind of actually dreading turned out to be something that makes me so incredibly happy. And that's the weekend. Most of our family, you know, they have those jobs that you work Monday through Friday. And then on Saturday and Sunday, they're at the beach or at the pool. So we have like playtime. And that's what I look forward to. Oh, 100%. This weekend, though, we have a wedding which I'm really excited for because first of all, your family is like no joke when it comes to anything party, but for a wedding celebration. And I just say this can go either way. This can go either way. Oh, this is going to be dangerous. So Jason doesn't know this yet. So he's about to hear this with you guys at the same time. Um, The wedding, we've already talked about it a little bit. They're, they're my cousins and they're in their twenties, early twenties. And they decided to change their last name completely to rhyme with koozie because they wanted to, I don't want to say their new last name, but they wanted to rhyme it with koozie so they could say the, let's say, Ruzi koozie so they could have little beer koozies for the wedding. And then they are making... And for anyone who doesn't know what a koozie is, because like, uh, you know, to be honest, I knew they were like sleeves for like cans of whatever, but I didn't know they were ever called koozies. I don't know. how, How behind am I? No, it, no, I think that's okay because like some people call Coke Coke and then the other people call it pop, like soda pop. So I think mm-hmm. that it just depends like where you hail from, I guess. But my thing is now I just found out that they made edibles for the one bartender who's serving 80 people, which this has to be a disaster already. This is going to be, it's going to definitely Wait, doesn't go, that defeat the purpose though. Why would you fuck up the guy who's supposed to be fucking you guys up? I don't know. See, I didn't understand that because they're actually paying for the bartender too. So I didn't understand like it's going to go from one bartender trying to manage 80 people to like open bar, just grab shit for yourself. This is really... We're going to have to revisit this on next week's podcast episode and give everybody (laughs) an update because I have no idea. And not to mention, for those of you who don't know, because a lot of my friends, um, they didn't even know that we just had a hurricane, Hurricane Nicole. I was talking to Kempire, another one of my friends. And he's like, oh my God, I have family in Florida. I didn't even know. He's like, I'm sorry for not asking. I'm like, dude, you have your whole life. Like, I understand. But it's also like hit or miss down here too. It's like, you know, they say hurricanes coming and then it either hits or it kind of dwindles off. We've been really lucky with hurricanes this season, I have to say. We've been really lucky. But my point was, is it hit where they are supposed to have their beach wedding. And I'm pretty sure 
the last that I saw, there were sharks that were like swimming through the street. And I think half of the True beach, story, guys, that happens in Florida. Yes. And the half of the beach that they're supposed to be getting married on, I think it's like weathered away. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, so this should be an interesting weekend for sure. So, guys, we were supposed to have Brandy Glanville on the show today. We have her on the show. We have talked to her, but we are saving the episode for a little bit later. And there are reasons. So we're going to jump in today with some... Well, I think Adam and I wanted to kind of talk about our relationship because we've had people ask us a lot about our relationship. A lot of people have questioned our relationship recently too. So I think we just wanted to like do some questions or or talk about that because we do have a wedding coming up and Adam and I actually have a wedding coming up to be... Uh, to be determined on the yeah, date. TBD. TBD, girl. But I think but, that... No, you're right. It's like pretty on brand for what we started off this podcast episode about anyways. It's like we're talking about relationships. So why not just chime in on our own? You know what's so funny is everybody... It's like... I changed my last name to rhyme with, rhyme with koozie though. No, but you know... justifies... To each their own, Jason. We can't be a judgy own. bitch. To Don't be a judgy own, bitch. Girl. But I do have to rhyme say... Rhyme with like champagne. Like I'd change my, my last name to like something like Jason campaign, Jason campaigns for champagne. No, you know, like that'd be no, and no. no, that's not even no, a last girl. name. I don't know what the fuck that is, <laughs> but you know, it, it is on brand and I feel like all the time I constantly, and I don't know how you feel. I constantly find myself defending this relationship, even with our, in like within our own friend group sometimes like, and why? I think it's because. Well, it started off like, I'm just used to it. You guys know when you have had to explain something so many times or like for the majority of your life, whether it's like a scar on your arm or, you know, just something you have to explain it. And then everybody always asks you, where'd you get that score? Wait, are you comparing our relationship to a scar? No, no, I would (laughs) never. But you know, like when we met, you were 30 and I was 20. Right. So at the beginning, it was like you were this like cradle robber and I was okay, 20 no, years old. You were, no. Okay. I was not a cradle robber. Talk to Michael Douglas if you're talking about cradle robbering. Okay. Um, no, I was not a it's cradle not robber. Robbering, it's and robbing. It's okay. robbing. Okay. Cradle yeah. robbing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I was actually 29 and you were... Ni- oh, that does not make it better. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, my whole point was everyone thought that I was too young to take anything serious, right? Because, I mean, I was really, really young. I just moved to Los Angeles. I had um, ambitions. I had goals. I had things that I wanted to do. And I honestly, at 20 years old, was kind of a wild child. But to be fair, who wasn't, right? And if you weren't, then fuck, you didn't live. It's not my fault. So I mean, I wasn't a wild child. Right. You had... Okay, girl, you were a part of the circus, Cirque du Soleil. Like most people don't have that story either. But my point is, is I feel like I've always had to explain this to people. And now that I'm going to be turning 30 next year, and it's been 10 years, it's not so much the people who were there from the beginning that question things. Now I have people in my life who are brand new to my life and they question things. And they're like, well, what's going to happen? Like if your careers build up, will Jason be able to be there? Will he get jealous? Will he get... And it just kind of honestly annoys the fuck out of me. And I'm just going to say this and be completely straight up about it. Because like what people don't realize is everything that we have now, we're building together. And then on top of that, you had 
an incredible period in your life where you were the star of the show. And I'm not saying I'm the star of any show, but over the pandemic, you know, Jason kind of lit a fire under my ass and sort of inspired me through doing a podcast of his own about Cirque du Soleil to start my YouTube channel. And in starting my YouTube channel, it's called Up and Adam, and it's really heavily focused on me commentating on different reality shows, Bravo shows, celebrity gossip, whatever. But it's it started off as my show. So sometimes one of the biggest questions I get is like, can Jason handle that? And I'm like, that's not even a real question. Like, what do you... It's, you, get, not, you get those questions from people though who aren't who are who are younger, right? Who are just starting out their life. Like some of our friends who not who always don't have their shit together. Like who? I, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but I've had I've had people say bring that up to me, which it doesn't annoy me. I'm just like, why am I answering this stupid question? And then I remember we had a roommate one time and I was talking to them at pump. And um, this roommate was the worst, guys. He was just like literally a stain on our life. And I wish him the best. And I think he just had a birthday. So happy birthday, you asshole. But (laughs) he, um, I remember he came up to me one time and he's like, Adam, are you happy? And this was like four or five years ago. And I'm sitting next to him and we were having like probably Vanderpump Rose. I don't know. And um, I was like, yeah, I'm happy. He's like, you know, you could probably like anybody at this restaurant, like right now, like if you really wanted to go talk to somebody, you could. And have you really, do you feel like you've experienced the gay world? And I was like, what does that mean? Experience what the gay world? What does that mean? I've never well, understood that, but go ahead. I'll, I'll comment on this in a second. He, he said, have you ever had a threesome? And I was like, no, but I don't like touching people and I don't want people to touch me. So that's not really something like I aspire for. And then he's like, have you been to a warehouse orgy party? And I'm like, no, that sounds absolutely disgusting. And it's, it, I just feel like I can smell it and it smells rancid. And I just, that just grosses me out. Okay. A warehouse orgy party. Th- these things are actually for fucking real too. That's yeah. what's so crazy is like, and this, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do have to say this was part of the reason that it took me so long to come out because I did not want to be compared to people who do things like this and to each their own, like, go ahead. I'm just more traditional, right? I've always wanted a relationship. I've always wanted to get married. I've wanted a family. I never wanted to be a part of whatever culture that has been created for whatever you consider gay. I don't consider that defining myself. You know, like being gay doesn't, doesn't define me being who I am as a person, my actions, my actions define me. Yeah, but to be fair, to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying too, that's another point I think that people question the relationship because you just named a few things that I've always said that I didn't want. I didn't want to get married. My parents were married enough for like me for the next like 500 lifetimes. I don't want to have kids. I think I would be the worst father in the world. I think that right now I'm so I think incredibly the opposite. selfish. I think and, you would be the best father in the world. I see. I don't like... I don't, and Jason's like, you would just need like a daughter and you know, you could just like dress her up. I don't want to take her shopping. And when she starts spending my money and like swiping my credit card, I'm going to have a conniption. And then I I don't want to take a Watching what you pick out, I would never let her go shopping with you. I mean, I thought that was a good idea at first. You're a bitch. (laughs) And then having a son and like thinking like, you have to like 
sign it up for like t-ball right or like soccer or something and then you go because they're like so happy because they like hit the ball off of the stand and it's like a monumental moment in their little lives and in their mind it's like oh i did this i did the damn thing and i'm like i don't care and i hate that but that's why i don't why know I- if it, that is it's just part of growth right like you never said you wanted to have any kind of relationship because of what your parents had been through or marriage or anything like that and that has turned around it's just you have to live your life and decide what direction is best for you you know i don't think it's anything else than that yeah no you're right but i mean my whole point like getting back let's circle back real quick let's make this a Wait, full let's circle, circle back to like what gay is gay does not mean that you need to go to west hollywood or wherever and jump in the clubs and watch the everyone on strip like strip poles you don't need to like that's not what being gay is about like, being gay is not like well gay people you know being married is not like a real thing well that's what we fought for for so you know for so long right i mean i remember 2008 who doesn't um and 2012 if no one remembers that's i don't know, remember either of those you know it's it, it, you can't speak for everyone you know you can't the one gay person cannot speak for another gay person on what they consider is gay but we did have a few people always test us and and ask us like why don't you do this? Or why don't you do that? I mean, we're gay men. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Stop saying we. Do you know what my go-to answer is? putting me is? in a box. Can you, let's I hate see how, put in a box. Let's test our relationship. And because you know, I'm a smart ass. I'm an asshole when I get asked a stupid question, especially if somebody, <laughs> I feel like they have like a hidden agenda and they're being condescending. Like, oh my God, I live for this shit. Like, I will eat you alive. So what is my go-to answer? Before we get into it, do you feel like... Real quick though, what is my go-to answer? For what? Like, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? What do I normally say? I don't know. I'll say, why don't you go into the kitchen and make yourself a cold glass of shut the fuck up? (laughs) You know, you can say fuck on the podcast. Okay, I know, I'm so used to bleeping myself out. I think a lot of our friends who question a lot of our relationship, especially like, you know, building a business together doing a podcast, everything else that we do together. I mean, we have four animals, we have a family, like it's, it, it, everyone questions a lot of our, you know, whatever, if we move or we make a financial decision. However, I find it's always the friends who don't have their shit together that are always questioning us. Always. I have one friend. You're asking questions and they're just so, so involved that I'm like, you need to figure out how to pay your rent and then come ask me about my relationship. Do you know, I also have to say too, since we're talking about relationships, relationships come in different forms. And Jason has some really amazing friendships along the way, like incredible friends that he's collected throughout his career, his um, upbringing through the church, and they, they came out of the church, like all kinds of different avenues of friends. And I think it's so cool. Just For a me, quick FYI, I grew up Mormon and... None of us are practicing Mormons, but all my best friends came from church. And it's so strange. We talk about that all the time. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I always grew up, I um, went to, it was like 11 or 13 different schools, so many different schools. So I got to a point where I would tell my dad, like, he'd be like, son, you need to go make some friends. And I'd be like, fuck that. I don't want to go make friends and get used to them and go like, slumber party and then all of a sudden you tell me in like six months we're moving again i don't give a fuck i don't want to meet people like i want to turn 18 get out of this house and then go make my own life so i was always just like sort of close to my family 
And then going into my adult life, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I moved away to LA and I didn't have any family there. That's where I met Jason. And I started collecting friends and starting meeting new people, some great, some not so great. But I realized, I don't know, I put off this vibe to people. And it's really unfortunate. And I don't know why. But it's like this vibe that I am so... I don't know if it's stupid or not in control of my life or I'm inviting every Tom, Dick and Harry to give an opinion on my relationship in my life. But I collect these friends who literally they are the least qualified people to commentate on anything I have going on only because it's like the single friend or Adam, you should do this or you need to... You need to navigate your relationship this way. When was the last time you were in a relationship? I've never been in a relationship. Then shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Like it, <laughs> it's, it's just like it annoys the people me. Who, who don't have their shit together that want to have a say in a relationship or other people who actually do have their shit together. And that's what kind of bothers me. And it's not, it, it not, it's not that everyone looks at you like that, Adam, because we've had friends recently who are extremely successful and and fun and and out there who really respect you. Yeah, but that you know? has, and I think it just comes with 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 experience. You know, I think that recently just changed though, I'm not going to lie. Like I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I've tried launching, you know, an app and I didn't realize at 20 years old that you need backing and I wanted to do it on my own and we had this big successful party and I still made the fucking app. I just didn't realize with every software update and everything it needs more money. After that, I got so much money, so much money. I secured a patent. After the patent, I wrote a book. After the book, I started a YouTube channel. So I've always had this sort of drive, but it wasn't until YouTube and really having the success of that and having the family community that we built and, you know, building our new house and things like that, where I don't know if it's like gaining a sort of respect, but it's almost like, Oh, you're not that stupid. And I'm like, no, you've no, I've never been stupid. I hate that word stupid, but you look at me like I'm stupid. And I've always been a hustler, no matter what. I'm one of, and I'm guys, this is not like me just like patting myself on the ass. I come from two of the hardest working people I have ever met in my life. My mom, when she had me, she had three jobs. She was waiting tables, she was on her feet all day. And she was probably working 14 to 16 hours a day. My dad, to this day, he works as a lineman and he has knee problems. Um, he battles with his weight and he works probably about 80 hours a week. I just come. I can from... attest that that guy is the hardest working person I've ever met in my life. Exactly. And I just come from that. Like it's in my blood, even to today. Like when people want to pick something about our relationship, Jason. Um, Get your fucking facts straight. You want to hear a problem with our relationship? It's that I won't leave the computer. It's that I don't stop looking at analytics and numbers. I don't well, stop working. We both working. don't leave the computer. This is our right. job, right? I mean, this is... Right. But you can turn we... it off. I don't have that ability. And I admire that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, sometimes you do have to turn it off. You really do have to focus on, on other things. But that is something that we've created together. But this is also a community that you have built that has become like... Family. Everyone has been like family. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just, it's funny. It's funny how, how much backlash when you're happy, people love to tear you down. 
That is what I get from everyone. When I was at the top of my game, whether it was when I was on the national team for trampoline and tumbling, whether I was in Cirque du Soleil, it was always like, well, that's great, but what are you going to do next? Or, okay, good job, Jason. You know, people always talk down to you. And I find it's the people who don't have their shit together, who are unhappy, and you have to ignore those people. And now, now in this day, you have to ignore those people more than ever. Yeah. Because we need to be positive. There needs to be positive thoughts <laughs> Speaking as we just complain about the, everyone for like 30 minutes. No, 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 no. Guys, no, no, happy no. holidays for going into Thanksgiving. Jason, I have a few questions and I was looking and I saw that we were asked a couple questions in our email, but some of them I was like, mm, these are good. And I was just like, we'll save those. But it had me kind of looking up like relationship quizzes and things that, you know, couples are asked as far as questions to either... I don't know, I guess either learn more about each other or test each other. I'm not sure, but I have them right in front of me. And I thought that this would be such a great opportunity since we do have the Brandy Glanville podcast episode put off. And we started this off with a wedding, which obviously is celebrating a relationship moving to the next level. I wanted to ask you some relationship questions. Well, before you do, I just want to point out that we have been together a lot longer than some marriages. And we're not married yet. Yeah. So clock that when you fucking check clock in. Clock that, bitch. No. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> let's go with the questions. I'm curious. Okay. In a regular day, what do you find yourself thinking about the most? Laundry. Are you... Are you really? Legit, I think about laundry all the time. I'm like, when is this going to get done? What the fuck is going to happen with this big pile of fucking shit show in our closet? Okay. Okay. I know you don't think about that because you don't do it. Actually, you did it today. That was great. I applaud you. Yeah. So I don't know what you're talking about. What do you look forward to? Wait, hold on, girl. You have to answer the same question. Oh, should I answer that? Yeah. What do you think about in today? What 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 is your thoughts? YouTube. I know it's not laundry. I know it's YouTube. It's YouTube. It's always YouTube. It just like consumes me. It's Are there videos going up? Did I post a poll? Am I being active on social media? Am I engaging in the comments? Are numbers going up or down? What do the analytics look like? Is this a good month? Is it a bad month? But also you've Um, created a community and also a YouTube where, you know, sometimes people leak you information about what's coming up. Oh my God, all the time. People give you news that is put out other places before you actually put it up. You know, like, so you want to stay on top of it, right? Everything in pop culture is pretty current. It's not like you can look back on it or you can look ahead for it. Like, can I just say covering like television or something where, oh, we had these three episodes and they were like that. But then then the next three episodes, this is going to happen. It's you really do have to keep up with like what is going on now. That is pop culture. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, I saw this thing. And it was, I'm not even going to name this loser um, on Uh Instagram, speaking of YouTube. And he was commenting on one of the stories where he totally got obliterated. And he said, and then you have clowns like Up and Adam Live and at the Kempire reporting on this when they don't know what the they're talking about. And this is somebody who covers pop culture. There were 37 comments, like checking the hell out of him. And he's like, where are your sources? And they sent him tons and tons of information. 
And then at the end, he stopped responding and took himself out of it. And I'm like, this is the shit. If I put my phone down for two seconds, I'm getting called the clown when I have this fucking clown ass fool who's calling me out who just had to get checked by all of these people on social media because they're like, no, fool. This is like, you're wrong, not them. And it's just like, it's things like that. It's funny though. It's funny to me because I know what goes on behind the scenes. I Mm -hmm. do all of the behind the scenes. Yeah for your channel and stuff. And I do know that people push things to you, to you and, and to Kempire and other places first. Yeah. And sometimes you guys are the ones who are breaking the story. Yeah. And giving other people the article. So it's, it's, yeah, it's very interesting. I have another one. Wait, you didn't answer the, oh, you did answer the question. Okay. You yeah. Answered. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good conversation. In, of course. <laughs> In what situations do you feel most insecure? Oh shit, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go first? Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the only reason I said that, I'm not just trying to like put myself out there as a tribute <laughs> to this, I'm trying to give you a san- uh, you know, a second. Do you want chance. me to go first? I can go first. No, I know exactly what mine is. Mine would be a social situation, and usually it has to do with um being around a lot of straight men. And the only reason I say that is because I never know how someone is going to perceive me and being like in a gay relationship or anything like that. I just don't girl, know. Girl, like, being gay is not new. This is I not know, a new thing. I know, okay? but this some people before. are just like, they look at you like you're like the plague. And I just like, I don't know who my audience is. So when I'm out in a new social setting or like at a restaurant or at a party or an event, and it's not like LA, New York or you know, it's like something that might, I don't know, like, hey, um, come down, we're having a backyard party. And then you just like show up and it's like, oh, fuck, there's a ton of red solo cups and like straight men with really, really shitty denim jeans. Which that are is way so too funny because I always find myself chatting with the the husbands or the you or the always stri- do I'd you're lo- so good yeah, with that because it's just for me it's people right it doesn't matter who you are what your sexual preference is or if you're whatever it's like okay if you're cool to talk to i will talk to you you know but i yeah. do see that i don't know what that is adam yeah yeah That's what about crazy. you insecurities you know what's so no crazy what is- what situation makes you the most insecure yeah that's what i'm talking about oh yeah I, yeah yeah it, <sighs> I really, I, I don't know exactly how to pinpoint it, but I think comparing, and it's not just like a social situation because a lot of social things I'm not very insecure about. I like, I like to be social actually to the point where probably people think I'm annoying, but situations that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Are, you have to repeat it to yourself I mean, four no, times. No, but I'm just saying like comparing myself to like, let's say my previous life or comparing myself to my dad or my grandfather, you know, and, and hoping that I'm doing enough that I'm being enough. Like I think about that constantly and it's a situation which usually I'm alone in socially looking at the mirror in the bathroom in the morning and being like, am I enough? Am I doing enough? You know, am I comparing to what, was provided for me before, like my grandfather and my father. I don't know. I just, I kind of get in my, my head about like where I stand sometimes. And it's not really socially. It's just kind of with myself. Okay. You know, thank you for being so vulnerable. 
Thank you. Oh, that means everything. You're so welcome, Adam. Wait, okay. So on to welcome. the next. This is like a rapid round. Okay, what let's are, go. What are three words you would use to describe me? Don't get cheeky <laughs> and cute, bitch. I have not eaten. I am on a diet. I'm juicing. Do not get cute. But go three ahead. Words? I want you to be honest. Yeah, three words. Thoughtful. Kind. Am I? Yeah, 100%, Adam. Oh, thank you. You think about me more than I think about myself before I wake up. Like, when I wake up in the morning, I have coffee. You have walked the dogs. You... So... Now the laundry situation is looking a little less, you know, like a little less busy. Um, yeah, you just you you do things. You're you're definitely thoughtful. You're kind and and you're loving. I would love to hear what three words you have for me. Like I would love that right now. <laughs> um, I would also say thoughtful. I would say organized. Because you're very organized in like every aspect of your life, like everything down to like emails, taxes, the home, our little fur babies and naked babies, travel, like everything has to be, you're like one of those annoying bitches in school, like name Hildegard that have like the binder and everything's like color coded and shit has to be like even our closet right I'm now. I'm a Hildegard. Yes, he's a Hildegard. Like even our closet right now, we're living in like a shoebox because we're building our house, you guys. And so we have one little wall. That's our closet. And Jason had to <laughs> divide it. And mine just looks like I threw a bunch of shit on a rack and some of them are backwards, some's inside out. It just doesn't matter. I don't care. No patience, no time. And Jason's is like light to dark, very organized. Like there are the collared shirts first, then there are the long sleeves collared shirts, the short sleeve, and then it's just regular crew neck to V neck. It's just wild. I've never but seen. But when I go like to it. look for something, if we're going to an event or if we're going somewhere where we need to dress up, I know exactly where to go. I know what color I'm wearing. I know where my pants are. I know where and my shirts are. I, don't. I know where the polos are. I know where the button up, whatever the hell is. I will go and I will get dressed really quickly. Whereas you, who are a little disorganized, and I'm sorry because you're giving me a lot of compliments right now, and I'm, you know... Yeah, go ahead. Just shit on me. <laughs> go. Shit on me. We have to do, like, the the fashion show of, like, wait, I just found this. Let me try this on. Oh, wait. Yeah. I just found this. Let me try this on. Yeah, I'm a procrastinator when it comes to anything fashion. But my third word to describe you would probably be... Patient. You're incredibly patient. I am a very hard person to deal with. I have ADD, like a motherfucker. I um, wake up in the morning. I immediately have anxiety. I have to get 500 things done before anybody wakes up. I literally am competing with myself all day. And then I get built up to such an erratic place in my mind that Jason knows, like he's learned over the years that he just has to... Okay, girl. <laughs> he walks away and he goes and he's like, I'm getting on the computer. I'm closing the door and I will see you in a few hours. And then I'm like running around the kitchen island, not literally, but I walk in circles. I pace when I get like anxiety. I just have to pace and I have to do something. And Jason is very patient with that because he can't change it. He can't do anything about it. And he knows not to get on my ass about it because then I'll have like a complete just meltdown. 
And I'd be like, just fucking leave me alone. I got to get shit done. I don't even know what I got. He's like, what do you have to do? I'm like, I don't fucking know what I have to do, but I know I have to do something. And sometimes I'll even call (laughs) my parents and I have like a complete crying attack of like, I know I'm supposed to do something. And I think this honestly, I'm not going to lie. I feel like this got way worse after my accident where like, I can't necessarily remember everything. So for those of you guys who are listening, two years ago, I was in a bad accident where I had something that I can't talk about it too much, but it was like... It's almost three years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was almost between 10 to 15 pounds. um, This item that fell onto my head and compressed my head into my spine. And then I had this post-traumatic concussion syndrome or whatever the fuck. I didn't even realize it until they told me like a year later, or they said they told me and I didn't remember it, but I just don't remember a whole lot. So when I'm going through my day in the morning, I will put like 500 things on my plate and then I'll only remember two of them. And then I'm like Dory from fucking Finding Nemo going around in circles, like just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. What do you do? You swim. And I'm trying to figure out what I had to do. And then it like gives me such bad anxiety where I will have like a legit panic attack and I don't want to affect anybody else. So I will go out to the car. I will go... Um, go for a walk. I have to do something. I have to get myself away. And Jason is so patient with that. So back to the question, patience. That's well, we one all of them. we you know what we all deal with things differently. You know, yeah. And but I didn't deal with things just... like this before this. This is like something that I've had to learn to live with. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I can attest to that. Yeah. Okay. So next question. Oh God. Wait. Are you ready? I'm so ready. if you had three wishes that would come true what would they be don't think too hard girl three wishes yeah you have three wishes i think it changes throughout your life right like i think okay in this phase of your life i think i wish that everyone in our family who's struggling with something would figure it out because I think that would alleviate a lot of weight off our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that's a good one. I wish that. Um, hmm. I wish that Adam would want a big family because I'm ready for kids. <laughs> I know Adam is not, but I would love to have a big family. I'll go to the community pet section on Craigslist and buy you a dog, bitch. We have four animals. We have two naked <laughs> cats and two dogs. For anyone who wants to know, we have two naked cats, both named after Bond girls, James Bond. So one is named Mayday, who was played by Grace Jones in a Bond film. She's one of the villains. And one is named Vesper, who was James Bond, James Bond's love interest. Um, for my third wish, you know, I don't know. I think it would just be to put down work a little bit and be able to travel and enjoy things without picking up the phone without checking youtube without checking social media which is our job right like this is what we have to do these are things we have to do and i wish we could put that away for a minute and it's really hard to do because it's like owning a restaurant it's a living breathing thing that you have to pay attention to constantly constantly You know, relationships are built off of that. You have to focus. I mean, you have to focus on your family because we have built a very positive space with a great 
subscriber base, you know, who who are positive and 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 fun and you really want to interact. Like I find myself like I'm like addicted. Like I want to reach out to people and answer their questions or answer their comments and I wish sometimes we could put it down just for a minute. Same great? question, Adam. Oh god. I wish if I had three wishes, one would be for financial freedom and to be able to help family, just to be in that a financial place where you're just like, if your family needs help, great. If you know, like you need something, you don't stress about it. Because I think that that kind of security, I don't know, I've never had it in my life, but I just feel like that would be helpful in easing the monumental amount of or mountainous amounts, I don't know, of anxiety that I have. Um, the second one would be, I wish that I was better at balancing different facets of my life. Um, from friends to relationships, to work, to going out, like all of that. Everything's good in moderation, right? But sometimes I'm pretty extreme with the way I do things, whether it's like, if I'm going to work, I'm going to work and I'm going to fucking work my ass off. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to have fun. If I, you know, like, it's just whatever I do, I commit and I don't give 50, which it would be a balance. I give 100 and I would love to have more of that balance. And then... I don't want to do the third one. I was thinking about this. I wish I would know looking back, some of the people who were most important as far as friends, because I haven't really lost family members. I'm pretty fortunate with that. But like friends, I wish I would have been able to be there and have other conversations with those people to let them know how important they are. And I didn't mean for this to become that. I don't, I was thinking about it. I was not anticipating that question. Um, and I'm the one who asked it, which I sound like a dick. Um, that's just something that I wish I had. I wish I had a chance to just express. But I do also know for any of my friends, because it, in a weird way, I don't know why it's friends, but like all the best ones that I've had, not all of them, but a few of them I've lost. And I wish that I could just like go back and have certain conversations and tell them like, fuck without you guys, like you helped shape my life and I miss you so much. And like, they were so incredible. So those are sort of things that I wish I could do. Remember like on Aladdin, when Genie's like going through the wishes and he's like, you can't wish for this, this and this, and I can't bring back anybody from the dead. <laughs> like I would be trying to violate one of those wishes. I think but... it's important to, to say too, these are the friends that you've lost and not the friends who question everything you do. Because I think you know, Adam, too, some of the friends you've lost have always been a source of encouragement, you know, yeah. and not, not the other way around, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it works the same for family. I lost my grandmother this year. I lost my dad, you know, less than five years ago. And it's just been the hardest, it's the hardest, it's the hardest thing in the world, especially when those are the people who constantly encourage you. You have to find, thank God we have each other. Yeah. You know. Okay, let's let's switch this around and make this more positive. 
All right. I want I want like a travel question. I want to like where are the three places we're gonna go on a no, fucking no, no. honeymoon? Like let's, no, no, no. let's, let's just have, bring this back up. I I know I know, and I'm sorry. I was like a depressing. Um, Don't ever track. apologize for for having feelings about people who have passed. Don't fucking tell me what to do, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hold on. I had a question. Um, fuck. What was the question? It better be about oh, travel because oh, oh, I'm oh. ready to travel. No, no, no. I'm gonna ask you the travel question next. Okay. What in your mind is my ideal? date my ideal date night what is that consistent oh my god the couch chicken fingers and a the kardashian episode my god this is why we've lost i know you so well i know you so well what is what's my idea of a nice date go ahead um well you're bougie which is like so annoying i'm not bougie i'm normal No, you're not normal. Like a night out on the town, a drink no, at the bar, you, you a nice like, meal at like, like Michael spots. Jordan's restaurant. No. Yeah, like no, spots. I love spots. I love spots. Hold on. Memories, let me talk. Memories. Guys, and I'm not being aggressive when I said let me talk. I just, <laughs> oh God, fuck. Everything's going to get misconstrued. No, I'm crying again. So feel bad for me. No. Um, I was going to say like Jason is like more bougie. So Jason likes to start off at a place like if you're doing a legit ideal date night, he has to know because he likes to get prepared. He loves to dress up. He has to look good. And he like once he walks out, that sets the tone. And then he likes to go to one place like maybe a rooftop bar where you're overlooking the intercoastal and it sounds bougie, but that's kind of like we live in like a coastal community right now. So like all the best places are like right there and it's not like crazy expensive. It's really affordable actually um, for a lot of people because I always choose between I don't want affordable. Well, bitch. So (laughs) Jason likes to start with a drink at one place, like a rooftop bar. And then after that, it's like, oh, we have reservations at this place and then to go to dinner. And then after dinner, he likes to go nightcap like, do you want to go to the rooftop at the whatever hotel? Or the and speakeasy. Or the speakeasy. That's, That's what too. I mean. Is like you like kind of like a bougie crawl where you start. I, I don't want a There's bar a middle, crawl. That's I not didn't like, say make, a bar Hold crawl. on, girl. You're making me sound like an alcoholic, uh, which I would. That's great. I love I love good drink. But I like an experience. That, that is that too much to ask? No. Right? Like people like experiences. This is how you woo women. And I'm not saying I'm a woman. Oh my God. You create an experience. Like this is what I did my whole life. I was a performer. So like I would put on a show and this is what I like. It's funny because I think often, where does this come from? And my grandfather, who he was a a general in the army. Story time. um, Story time, guys. He was a general in the army and um he was also he was a restaurateur too he had a restaurant and i I just remember like being at events and things with him and the experience of being at that place created memories for me and i think that is the same thing if you're like thinking about a date what is a date a date can be anything but it's really an experience one of our friends recently had like a date on the beach where like I guess her, the the new significant other was like playing like the Jenga game. But every time you pulled out one of the blocks, it had like a question on it. And he wrote them down on the Jenga blocks. And it was Wait, really what cute. what friend? Gelsey. And it... Oh, I'm allowed to say cute. that. I'm allowed uh, to say that, right? 
Yeah, you can say that. And she had the best time. And that's a memory. Like whether the relationship works out or not, that is such a great memory. And it's not that I'm, you know, what, how do you say it? Like, I don't know. I'm about to say the next question, girl. Uh, wait, are you cutting me off? No, no. Oh my God, I would never. <laughs> oh, you're such a great fiance. Okay. Okay. Next question. Okay. What do you think about Next this? question. If you could travel to one place in the world that you haven't been before, where would it be? This is difficult. I feel like you need to start. Yeah, I can start. I've been to almost 26 countries. So I'm trying to think of exactly where I haven't been that I would want to be. Bitch, it's not that hard. You've been to 26 countries. There are plenty of other countries. I want to say almost. Okay. I'm trying to think in my head. And I don't want to sound like... I feel like this sounds like pretty um, basic to say. Okay. But I've always had like... And I grew up... Mind you guys, I grew up in South Florida. And I went to the Bahamas, one of my favorite vacations. I was in fourth grade and my best friend's family took us to Atlantis where you have like the hotel rooms with the fish tank in the room. And it was the coolest experience at a water park on site. And so I always love tropical vacations. Like when somebody offers me a vacation and it's something that is not tropical where it's like, let's get a ski lodge. And I'm like, that is not a fucking vacation to me. So I always think about Bora Bora. And like some, maybe St. Thomas or St. Martin or something like that, where you have those bungalows that are over the water, those ones that cost like $10,000 a week, where there's like that. Yeah, those don't exist in St. Thomas or St. Martin. Well, then fucking Bora Bora. I said that one first. (laughs) And you can see like if there's like a shark swimming underneath, and you can just like, you wake up and you're like, good morning, world. And you call and say, hi, can I get my little waffle sticks and like a little bowl of fruit? But like the bowl of fruit is just to make it sound like you're kind of being healthy, but really you're just going to throw that in the water and feed the fish anyways. And then you just get to like wake up and be naked and jump off the back of your little hut and then swim in the bright, beautiful blue water. And then you come in and you drink champagne all day. Like, that's what I want. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What about you? You know, I just had a friend who we've had on the show before, um, Cy Smith, and she went to Madagascar. Oh, that's cool. I saw the movie. Yeah. And well, okay. It's not like the movie. (laughs) It's not like the movie at all, but she was on a beach and, and that was just something that I've never seen in my life. And I think maybe something like that, something out of the ordinary that you wouldn't think of, right? Yeah, that is something I would love to do. You know, my best friend is from Ghana and I would love to go to Accra, which is the capital of Ghana. I'd love to do that. I would love to do something different and not, you know, cliche like, let's go to Paris and see the Eiffel Tower, which is amazing. And everyone should be thinking that's amazing. But I'm just saying out of the ordinary, you know, something that would kind of, you know, get my chops wet. Okay. I think that I have three more questions before we start to wrap up. And that's not like I'm not just like wrapping you up. Um, Let's do this. Can we do this like a fire round? Let's do a fire round. I'm excited. In what setting are you the happiest? Home. I'm a cancer. Okay. Oh, I mean, that's honestly... That's a good answer. What is one thing that you would like to change about yourself physically, mentally, 
Hold on, girl. Same question for you. Where do you feel the happiest? Fire round. Gotta go. You're right. Fire round. No, I think I don't want to steal your same answer and say home, but I like safe spaces. And I'm finding myself as I get older, and I hate this about me, and I really struggle with it. I trust people less and less all the time. And to be fair, I'm constantly being proven right on this. Um, so I think with family, if I'm if it's not at home, then it's with my family or your family, whether it's with your mom, my mom, my dad, um, brothers, sisters, We're both just, cancers. So that yeah. answer makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anything family, if I if it's not at home, I just didn't want to steal his answer, but it, it would be family. That's that would be it. But, Next question, lightning round. Okay, lightning round. If you could change one thing about yourself physically or mentally, what would it be? To relax. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to sound so shy. Because I want to relax all the time and I feel like I can't. That might be your fault, but I'm not sure. I haven't (laughs) gotten to that conclusion yet. (laughs) But sometimes I feel like I can't relax and I need to relax and enjoy just being, right? Life is short. We're here for a little bit. We're not here forever. and. I think losing some of the closest people to me in the past five years, my dad, my grandmother, I think it it kind of just, you want to enjoy just being, being with your family, being with your partner, being with whatever it is, you know, your thoughts, your memories, just being, relaxing, relaxing. That's all. I like that. My answer was so much more shallow. Oh God. What was yours? Just the way I look, like my smile, my cheeks being like puffy and shit like that. Like the way I look, like I have total body dysmorphia and I don't see what people see. So I mean, honestly, you completely do because I'm pretty judgmental with things and I've never seen you look bad. Yeah. Well, mm, <laughs> I don't know about that, friend. It's been 10 no, years, but... I mean, you are with yourself going into, I look, (laughs) yeah, I know it's, it's yeah. Self-sabotage, self-sabotage. Okay. The last thing, and let's just keep, leave this on a positive note to help like end us off and cap this. It has to be honest though. So it it, maybe it won't be positive. I mean, it's a positive question. So if you give it a negative answer, then you're just like some negative Nelly bitch that will never invite back on this podcast. I got a negative Nancy. It's Nelly. Friends named Nancy. Oh God! Wait, wait, it's Nelly for what? The like the the younger crowd? I don't know. Anyways, what is one thing? Let's manifest one thing. One thing that in the next four years you're gonna make sure, no matter what, you're gonna manifest the fuck out of this, and you're gonna have it. Sky is the limit. Whatever you want in life, what is it? I want what we work so hard for, which is the podcast, which is YouTube, to reach more people. I want to have a show with you and I that is a lifestyle show that we can reach people because we have built such a community on such a small level. I would love to build on that. Yeah, that was actually, that was my answer too. Is like, I just want this and YouTube, like both the channel and the show and just like the community that we built to get so big I want to get to the point where I have a few friends who are in the same game and they get uh, offers all the time where they're offered to leave and you know do TV or do something like that. We have yet to be offered anything like that. But I just want 
those offers. I want that. Like I saw this one girl who just signed an exclusive deal with her podcast. Um, I believe her name's Alexandra Cooper. And she signed it. She has a podcast that she started four years ago called the Call Her Daddy Podcast. She just signed a $60 million deal with Spotify. Like those are goals. Those are goals and just showing you that you are supposed to be doing what you're doing. And I think that it's not even for the money. It's just like for the... Like I fucking did this for anybody who said to me like, oh, you're stupid. Yeah, how fucking stupid is $60 million? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But Jason, go ahead and round us off because I know you're sick of me talking. No, not at all. It's it's so funny that that's the answer. But like when you work so hard for something, you also want to to make it as great as it can be, right? I mean, 100%. And what helps us make us so successful is you guys and you guys listening to the podcast week after week for signing in to Up and Adam and Hot Messy Podcast on YouTube. And we appreciate you guys. And if you want to help us out, you can always leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Write something nice down or don't. We've had people do that too. That's that's fine as well. But if Apple's not your thing, we're available on Spotify, Amazon Music, everywhere you listen to your shows and this and i think you said it right i don't know if it was last week or the week before but this is so therapeutic it's fun we love getting emails from you guys and you guys can always participate in the conversation send us your questions or anything you want to at info at hotmessypodcast.com but i am so happy to have this platform to talk but adam i know we were supposed to have brandy glanville on tonight but we have some really cool guests coming up, don't we? Should I just name them really quick? Okay. To get people like... Yes. So guys, we have Farrah Brittany from Buying Beverly Hills Buying on Beverly Netflix. Hills. We have Lala Kent from Vanderbump Rules. We have Dana Wilkie eventually gracing us on the podcast. We still have Brandy Glanville yet to come. Some of the real housewives of Dubai. An E! News correspondent. And many others that I am not going to just give all of them away. Like it was no, fun for the build up, but great, like, I'm yes. Not, Have you yeah. heard of the show called Outer Banks? Uh, shut up, Jason. Don't tell okay, people. Shit. No, I can't say that. I can't say that yet. Have you heard of the show, the hit show that is returning this Sunday, Yellowstone? Okay, you're giving too much. Wrap oh, it up. Is that too much? Is that too much? All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening us to our conversation. I think this is the most vulnerable conversation we've had on this podcast. I 100%. cried. I wanted to cry. I just couldn't. I'm oh. thinking too much about what we have to do. Well, if you don't shut the hell up, I'll make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. No, but seriously, guys, anywhere you get your podcast, and Jason said that this is becoming redundant at this point, but I always think it's important to let you guys know how much it means to us and how important it is. And also just the feedback. It means everything to us. Like, I'm oh, such a numbers person, but I also am such a notifications and an updates person. And when I see, you know, the 500 ratings go to 502, I love to go see and I'm hoping that there are two more that are written out so I can read them because it just like it means everything to me. So wherever you're listening to your podcast, make sure to drop a rating and a review. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions or topics that you'd like for us to discuss, well, just email us at info at hotmessypodcast.com. If and you, we are on YouTube, guys. 
Well, so you can hold find on. us on... Hold on, oh, girl. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know where you're going with that, but you're I'm just saying. We dropped an amazing You want to talk about mothers. No. We have, an <laughs> we have an amazing visual version of most of our podcast episodes. This one, probably not, because we were a little bit... Um, just chill this was kind of last minute but chill in the way that we recorded this so we are not going to show you how shitty we look however if you want to see the visual versions or video versions of our interviews with someone like emily d baker upcoming brandy glanville sheena marie from vanderpump rules you can go to hot messy podcast on youtube make sure to give that a like and a subscribe and on top of that well we just wish you guys a happy holiday season and we can't wait to be back with you next tuesday to talk some shit oh there you go have a great weekend everyone (laughs) we'll see you on tuesday bye guys happy friday Love love you bye Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.